0: Hello and welcome to the Nevermind Polly podcast. My name is Matt, I'm your host and we chat to rock and metal bands from around the world. How are you doing? How are you living? I hope you're all doing well wherever you're listening to the podcast. We appreciate you for checking out the show. On the show this time around, I've got Return to Dust. I sat down with one of the dual vocalists, Graham, for a chat all about their brand new EP, Black Road. And if you're uninitiated, uh, uneducated about who Return to Dust are, I highly suggest you check out the, the EP Black Road. It is absolutely fantastic. We get into that, we get into the early life of uh, Graham, the musician. We talk about the return to dust and how they became the band you see in, in here today. We talk about all that good stuff and it's really, really good fun. And I want to do a massive shout out to Etta, the uh, the PR person who sorted this out for us. We've been trying to set this up since April this year. So it's really, really great to finally get down and, and do this. And I want to do a massive shout out to Graham as well because being in Los Angeles, the time difference was mental this was 1am when he recorded this podcast with me so huge props to him for coming on uh, and chatting because yeah I don't know if I would to be honest I don't know if I would chat to me at 1am if I was him that's all I'm trying to say um but yeah it's really really appreciated Uh, and this is a great conversation we really hope you enjoy it um what's been happening lots of things been happening so this podcast is being recorded and going out pretty much the same day Which means I can talk about some of the things that have happened over the last couple of days. If you are not on my social media and stuff, you won't probably know this. But basically, we have been working really, really fucking hard uh, behind the scenes to get you some content for the very near future. Including, uh, I had a chat with vocalist and frontman of the band Dragonforce. I sat down with Mark Hudson for a chat. I sat down with Nikki Brooman of Blood Command for a chat. I sat down with Matt Stocks of Life in the Stocks podcast. In fact, that's actually happening today as I record this intro. Uh, that's the next podcast I got to do, so that's coming out in the future as well. Um, yeah, lots of great stuff. So make sure you are subscribed to the show uh, on all of your favorite podcasting platforms and also on YouTube. And, um, yeah, we actually done a podcast with, um, with a band called Bearings, which you'll hear in a couple of, uh, in a couple of weeks time. Uh, in fact, it might even be sooner than that. I can't quite remember my scheduling, but basically it's one of the funniest things that have ever happened on the podcast. Two minutes into the podcast, my beautiful, wonderful other half, Rebecca, my fiance, decided to set the fire alarm off in the flat, which caused one of the fucking funniest things to happen on the podcast in forever. But that is all to come you can now listen to my conversation with return to dust on the nevermind poly podcast let's get to it hope you're good enjoy it see you very soon Hi guys, welcome back to the Nevermind Poly podcast. My name is Matt, I'm your host, and we chat to rock and metal bands from around the world. And this week I'm going to Los Angeles, not literally Los Angeles, but kind of metaphorically Los Angeles, because I'm chatting to Return to Dust. I have got Graham on the line. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm very well. And uh, as we've just discussed briefly, um, these podcast things uh, with time zones, it's about one AM where you are, so uh, thank you so much for taking the yeah. time. I, r- I really appreciate it. Of course, um, man. but yeah, I, w- I wanted to. The reason why we're hearing things is, um, is to talk about the EP that you guys have just dropped. The thing, so um, I, I want to kind of touch on that. How's um, how's the reception been to that? How's everything going?
1: Yeah, uh, reception's been great. I mean, we just uh, we just finished up the EP release show. That was really, really awesome. Um, we filled up like a 200 cap venue, um, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, it was just a really, really good time. So that was like a nice kind of icing on the cake for the, the whole release for sure. Um, and yeah, I mean, response has just been pretty overwhelmingly positive. It seems like, you know, people are kind of taking a liking to a lot of the new ep songs which is great um and uh yeah so and it looks like it's just kind of continuing and we're gonna press on so yeah oh and we just dropped the vinyl which sold out in like 24 hours which is pretty awesome so
0: that's amazing that's amazing news um yeah that's the thing as well like i I guess with any kind of new release it, it gives a kind of a fresh a fresh uh love a fresh respect a fresh kind of whatever it may be for the band yourselves, because that's the thing you can play the songs you've already got in the catalog and they're kind of fan favorites, but always playing the new stuff's kind of like, yeah, this is the stuff we're really excited for because again, it's, it's new, it's fresh for everybody. So yeah. that's really cool. The, uh, the, um, the release show went really well. I'm really pleased to hear that. Um, I want to take things right back to the start with you, if we can, because I like to know where people's uh, careers and kind of musical journeys begin. So where did it all begin for you? Where was like the first time you heard kind of uh, this type of music and go, ah, that's really cool, man. And how did it all start for you?
1: Man, um, I think for us, it was pretty weird because uh, so me and Maddie grew up together um so it's me maddie and 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 seb that are that are you know the members in the band and seb is the sebastian is the lead guitarist uh and he he didn't come in until uh we were in california so um you know until we were much older but uh music really started pretty young uh and it didn't start with rock uh Mm -hmm. yeah that that was definitely something that was kind of more of an afterthought, but, uh, it really started as more of like a, um, kind of an acoustic, uh, very, uh, like folk driven, like coffee shop kind of vibe. Uh, we grew up in a pretty small town in, in Texas Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, the closest thing we had to a venue in our town was like this coffee shop that would do open mics. And so, um, like late middle school early high school there's a lot of like like every thursday they would have open mic, so that that was kind of our our hangout spot and um we kind of started our like musical you know uh foundation and stuff uh in that and we found refuge in a lot of kind of like more folk songs um yeah singer-songwriter like folk songs um you know some like rock adjacent stuff, but you know not like the heavy '90s influence that we have now. Um, yes. And um, uh, sorry, I just got a, a a text from Maddie. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so um, yeah, I would say the kind of the rock thing formed you know like with the whole like idea of the band in mind uh like kind of more into college and we were very separated uh we went to two different colleges in two different states and um we kind of it's it's a long story do you want to get into the, into yeah, the, yeah, absolutely, the man, absolutely that's all good all right uh, <laughs> so okay so we were in two different colleges two different states and um so we weren't really seeing each other a lot we we were kind of doing our own uh i'm so sorry i'm 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 getting uh here i got it yes thanks okay
0: it's all good. I've done, done a podcast interview yesterday and my other half set the fire alarm off like literally like five minutes into the No interview. way. Yeah, I, I had to like, it's now made like one of the funniest clips in the three years I've done this podcast of me just walking out going, what the fuck are you doing? And it just it's <laughs> coming out of my kitchen, but it's all fine. It was just, uh, she forgot to turn the extractor fan on, which is always fun, but <laughs> it's yeah. <getting> fun.
1: <laughs> oh no. Oh man. Well, yeah. Luckily none of that's happening, but um, yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh yeah so what was i saying yeah so two different colleges um far away and mm-hmm. we during a spring break trip we decided to visit um our friend Ryan who yeah. had been staying in southern california mm-hmm. um and he got a job as uh like an assistant audio engineer under this uh pretty pretty renowned producer guy uh who's current currently our producer now. Uh and so we went to visit a friend Ryan and we kind of, you know, on a random night decided to visit uh to go to the studio with him and just hang out. You know, he was relatively not busy and um you know we were just going to hang out and uh and so then Jim uh our producer now kind of walks in and he's kind of hanging talking with us and just, you know, chatting us up about like music and whatnot. And he's like, well, you're friends with Ryan. So you must be musically talented somehow. Right. Uh, and we're like, yeah, you know, like we, all, we all kind of like grew up playing music and you know, all that stuff. And, and uh, and so he asked us, he was like, well, can you, do you want to, you want to like play something like, are you, you know, and he kind of put us in the spot and we're like, Whoa, like okay, yeah, sure. So we played him a cover, uh, <laughs> we played him Dreams by Fleetwood Mac, great, um, amazing, uh, yeah, uh, and and that was kind of the vibe for you know growing up was you know kind of like I was saying, like that folk stuff. So, uh, and um, you know, and then after hearing us play, he kind of encouraged us, uh, to you know not pursue the conventional college degree thing uh and to go for music and um you know we took it very seriously (laughs) we took that advice very seriously and uh and we're like yeah okay yeah no let's do it and he kind of like softly promised uh to help us you know achieve that Mm. uh through his you know production aid um and of course we had Ryan also there to kind of um, like boost morale and to kind of like, you know, egg, egg him on and be like, Hey, like, look at these, look what they're working on. Like, you know, slide it, you know, across your desk, like, look, and uh, uh, yeah. And we kind of just, that was the formation of of the band pretty much. We decided to kind of drop out of college and, like really, really try the band thing and um, had probably a thousand bucks in our bank accounts. And, you know, yeah, not a lot. And we just kind of made it work. So we've been doing that for the past couple of years. Absolutely. It's making something out of
0: nothing. And that that's, that's uh, crucial to, to all kind of alternative rock and roll music, or at least I find. Um, I wanted to touch on uh, working with Jim and I'm going to try and say his last name, but I'm probably going to butcher it so actually i might let you do it to be fair i'll, I'll continue my sentence and then i'll let you Co- do it kaufman um, kaufman there we go jim kaufman yep. uh, worked with the likes of anti-flag uh right Knights, helmet among others um a really kind of legendary uh legendary uh, kind of music producer and a music kind of man in, in the business and things what's it like working with him and do you find it difficult as a band to kind of give over those creative controls to like external people because With something creative, it's kind of like you're delivering like a baby. And I use babies as the metaphor because it's kind of like you don't want people to like touch it and kind of like mess with it because you get very sentimental about it. Or at least I would. You know, if if someone said to me, oh, you've got to cut this part of the podcast, you've got to change that. I'm like, well, no, I've worked fucking hard on doing this. Do you get that at all? And how was that experience working with him?
1: Man, that's a that's a great that's a great point to bring up because I feel like that was definitely a huge hurdle was getting over um, someone who, I'll put it this way, like it's it's like there, there are so many different aspects about uh, making music that are a collaborative process. Yeah, of course. And I don't think we fully grasp that uh mm-hmm. during the beginning you know it was very like well this is my song like yeah. don't touch my song like mm-hmm. i i worked hard on this and this means yeah. so much yeah. because it's coming from a deep place within myself and like i think i've grown to kind of understand that um we um i feel like this is kind of like a, a uh, like a rick rubin approach but it's like these songs and these like ideas and riffs and whatever. Um, don't really come from you like I don't believe that yeah I, I believe that it's like kind of something a little bit more like universal and like tapped into mm-hmm. and so once uh, I feel like once you kind of understand that then it's hard to get offended when someone says well hey no let's not do that like maybe let's try this and maybe yeah. that's better you know, and you can be a little bit more receptive to, uh, you know, criticism in that way. Um, yeah, and and there's definitely there's definitely points where, like, you know, that's not to say that someone couldn't just take the reins. You know, and and it feels like oh, all of all of the all of the things that I'm saying are being trampled upon. Yeah, uh, and stuff. Um, so not to say that that can't happen. Yeah, Uh, but uh, it it was definitely a huge, a huge learning curve uh, uh, for us. And I think we've grown to really appreciate the collaborative process and to take, uh, you know, things that uh, he said as as just, uh, you know, a healthy nudge forward. Absolutely. I
0: think that's the thing as well. It's kind of how it's like anything in life. It's how you approach it and how you word it. Because if you yeah. said someone said this part is shit, you're gonna go, well, that's not very nice. But if you right. say you change this part to like maybe like I, again, I don't play music, so please excuse my lack of knowledge. But like if you just like move like your fingers down the fretboard and try this note instead of that note, you're like, okay, well, I'll try that. And so, like, oh, actually, that does sound a little bit better. And that's kind of more collaborative rather than just going, that's terrible. Because again, it's how you word it, how you phrase it, and how you go about it is obviously uh, the important thing. So that makes perfect sense. Um, I, I wanted- yeah, go on, sorry.
1: Oh well, yeah. So, and, and I was gonna add to that by saying, like, even if it is shit, because mm. <laughs> uh, it might be, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, to not really say that, because you know, in the beginning, I feel like our songwriting definitely needed a huge help, <laughs> okay. and um, but he wasn't gonna sit there and and say, hey, all of these songs just are are not good, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah, not. Yeah great to hear but what he yeah. did say was um you know um like i can see improvement keep writing yeah yeah, you know? yeah definitely. and and that's really important for uh like a growing brain to yeah. to hear and to and to be able to like latch on to the the positive side of that or the or the, the critical part of that and to um and to move forward so
0: absolutely yeah. Um, I wanted to talk and touch on social media just for a brief second because it's an integral part of everyday life and things and you guys have had a pretty successful run on the likes of TikTok and things um, with I think it was two million views on a single video within a weekend which is you know absolutely mad how do you find that aspect of, of the band and that kind of thing because I've spoken a lot about this to different people in different interviews and things and like, sometimes being a musician is not just picking up the guitar or picking up the sticks or picking up the plexa whatever it may be, because it is so much more. It's so much more, as I put it, quote-unquote admin. It's all the stuff that people don't see. How do you mm. kind of deal with that stuff? And, and do you have much interaction with that stuff? How does that all work for you guys as a band?
1: Oh, man, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is a um, It is a full-time job. That's what I'll yeah, say. Absolutely. Uh, and, and it's a full-time job on top of having a full-time job yes, because, absolutely you know <laughs> like uh mm, it's fun though I would say it's I mean it definitely comes with its stress and with its uh, you know whatever you know but uh we're definitely trying to look at it as uh less of a um like less of a necessity because i think that you know again like early on there were lots of aspects about the band that were like kind of overlooked and i think that social media was one of them um and we weren't very tapped into it we kind of had our heads uh you know behind the curtain and um weren't really paying attention to it but you know after we kind of solidified these songs and started like really soaking in the, uh, the aesthetic and the atmosphere. We kind of, um, we're just like, okay, well, I guess like, it's probably a good idea to, to be online. And, um, you know, and at this point we were playing local shows and it seemed like there was something that was missing, you know, that we needed to be doing. And and I think that it was, uh, it was just the online connection because like there's, nothing I mean it's like the easiest form to connect to people aside from you know playing in front of like a live show yeah Um, and um yeah and and so I I think we're, we're trying to kind of look at it more of a uh now as it's just another creative outlet like it's 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 your voice it's the way that you you know can portray yourself and um it's the way that you know you can really fit the the tone of of the band or the artist or whoever you are you know so
0: absolutely and that's the thing as well i i can i can liken it to doing this because this this bit here that we're doing now this is the fun bit for me because this is an enjoyable conversation i'm having fun and i hope you are too but also it's kind of the stuff that comes after this it's all the putting up the social media is the artwork and all that stuff And that takes a lot of time. And, you know, uh, being a one-man operation uh, as I am and and much with the band as well, it's just you guys, the band, maybe a manager, maybe a PR person. Like, do you know what I mean? It is it is quite, um, you know, it's it's difficult sometimes because like you say, having a a day job and doing this and everything else, it can be a lot. So do you ever suffer from kind of that burnout feeling? I've kind of gone, well... Oh, fuck, I've just got so fucking much to do. Do you know what I mean? And there's only 24 yeah. hours a day, seven days in a week. Do you know what I mean? Do you ever find that at all? Or
1: Yes. Like, and recently for sure. I mean, uh, you know, there are, there are a few days off, you know? And um, I think uh, when you're kind of working for yourself, uh, it's hard to kind of step back and tell yourself that you need to just kind of breathe and, and and maybe live a little bit and, uh, you know, give, maybe you need to give yourself a day off and, you know, go do the things that you love to do that aren't music or, or if you just have to do music, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just lock yourself in your room and just write some songs for fun because that's what you want to do. And don't let it be, um, connected to this thing that's like, oh well, if I write the uh our next best song, then it could be, you know, it could really be a big thing. And it could, you know what I mean? It's like, um, sometimes that's kind of hard to, you know, get out of your head that like the next thing that you work on could be um, you know, for the band or like uh could be on the next album or something like that. And I think that like yeah reminding reminding yourself that uh, to just kind of stay present and to not um be like burdened with all of those things like kind of take it take it as you can don't uh you know don't burnout's so real
0: (laughs) absolutely it's something i I don't know whether this translates to um to 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 yourself being uh, american but it's something my mother half sister is quite british i think i think she'll say go in, go out and touch some grass like literally yes. leave where you are and go and be outside but okay because it's just breathe some fresh air and that's the thing you breathe automatically you don't you don't have to think about breathing but sometimes it's good to just go <sighs> And you like that makes you feel anything okay cool like because that's the thing i get really quite stressed really quite quickly and i'll be like doing stuff and i'll be like why isn't this working Why? Is-? and then she's like step away from it come back in five minutes come back in 10 minutes and you'll be all right and as soon as i've done that i come back to it i'm like Oh no! It makes sense. I, mm. I'm just being a fucking idiot. Like this is why this is working. <laughs> and I guess that can kind of be the a similar thing with playing music and things because if you're trying to make like a particular part of a song fit or work, and you, it's just not quite happening, you could just go, "I'm just going to step outside, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to come back to it, and then automatically it's like boom, it will just work because again, you've just not quite thought about it in a different way. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um perspective is a is a powerful thing and um yeah the more that you can kind of view the world with a wider lens the 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 better off you'll be and so um yeah absolutely um so again i've written this question down
0: so please correct me if i'm wrong but i'm taking this from a perspective of a man who's never been to america so i don't know these kind of things but there's a lot of kind of um idea i guess or at least there was about la right and los angeles being this kind of breeding ground of kind of really amazing things and anything can happen and the american dream and all that kind of thing yeah. uh, obviously you had the likes of GNR to so the beach boys to the doors to so chili peppers all coming out of of that kind of area what is it like on the ground in 2023 how is it is it kind of the same as what it was or is it just a kind of everyone's trying to hustle what's it like for for an active and working band in, the, in that time and in this place
1: um i think that the answer will differ depending on who you ask sure. um, but for you know I, I can i can tell you kind of our experience yeah uh, especially not being from here being from texas growing up in texas yeah. Yeah. And, and then moving here um at a pretty young age at 19 yeah so um I would say that um, it is quite bustling. There okay. are plenty of people trying to be someone. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no shortage of that, whether it's uh, whether it's music, whether it's uh you know, fashion, whether it's modeling, photography, like whatever. yeah, uh, uh I would say that it helps in the sense that, um, yeah, like there's no there's no shortage of people that are willing to make something. Mm-hmm. um creative you know and uh and there are plenty of very very nice very driven people that are willing to just work on things and yeah. uh and i think that that's really cool um uh but it is a melting pot of um kind of a, a cesspool if you will <laughs> of uh, many different uh different bands and different scenes mm-hmm. um and there are all sorts of different little hubs and sub hubs uh, in and around LA. So you know, if you know, if there's like a deep like songwriter thing in like the in like the heart of LA, and um, you know, it's it's kind of very different from kind of more like the outskirts where there might be you know like DIY venues and um, you know kind of like your underground punk bands and. Sure. um you know yeah the, there's just all sorts of different uh genres and and things to choose from and so it can make it a little difficult when trying to find your place like your scene yeah um, uh yeah like it seems like there's very clearly an established like kind of like i said like hardcore punk scene mm-hmm. um there is an established like kind of like indie punk scene uh, or like soft indie stuff. Um I haven't we we haven't really seen a ton of like like rock. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's usually like very clearly like a metal scene, um yeah. or or kind of like I'm saying like a punk scene uh or something like that. Um but not a ton of, uh, like rock bands. Uh, we're slowly starting to find more and more, which is good. Uh, I think that, uh, people are kind of getting tired of the, uh, of just like the, you know, classic, uh, just the classic stuff. Uh, it seems like, you know, more and more people kind of want to want to make rock bands, which is great. Um, But um, yeah, I don't know if that kind of danced around your question or really. No,
0: no, it's absolutely fine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Grand. Uh, I love that. That's awesome. Um, So I wanted to uh, to ask. Right. So if I was to take your phone today and open up Spotify, Apple Music, whichever string service you use, what bands would I find on there? And is there any surprises that we might? meet? If I said to someone, "Ah, oh, I've got, um, I've got Graham from uh, Return to Dust on the podcast. Have I guess what he's listening to? Is there anything that would surprise people?"
1: Well, let's just do it, right? Like my phone's right here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the very <bad> one, is. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Let's just go to my like songs. Uh, yeah, God, I feel like my like songs are such a mess. Um, I I want to say
0: quickly as well. There is no such thing as guilty pleasure. I don't believe it. If you if you've got a load of Taylor Swift on there, you slay it. You go. You go. Love that shit. You know what I mean? Like- yes.
1: <laughs> um, a lot of stuff. Uh, I think. Let's see. I'm I'm loving some Wolf Alice. I'm loving some, uh, Frank Carter. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, these are all uk bands, it's great Yeah, to say it's it's a good start already (laughs) (laughs) i mean i will admit you guys know how to rock that's for sure
0: Uh, um i mean we gave we gave the world maiden sabbath i mean that's a good start (laughs) yeah yeah
1: (laughs) that's not fair that's like a huge power play right there yeah i know
0: right (laughs) sorry
1: yeah (laughs) We're, we're huge huge sabbath fans for sure. Uh, uh I was actually listening through um oh my god, which one was it? I'm blanking so hard right now. Master Reality. Yes. Mm-hmm. Great. Right, Just yeah, listened I to that the other day. But anyway, uh yeah, so that um there's this uh local LA band called Julie. Mm-hmm. Um they're awesome. It's kind of kind of a mixture of, i've seen it been called like art rock it's kind of like a mixture of like this like punk and kind of like heavy shoegaze stuff um really really cool and i really like their their vibe um been a huge fan of turnstile as of late yeah um who hasn't I
0: mean, yeah absolutely they've kind of mastered haven't they, at the minute absolutely slaying yeah. it
1: um system of a down higher power uh lily is another kind of la Mm -hmm. local band oh fontaine's that's been a huge one yeah for sure fontaine's dc love them um god yeah i think his i think his songwriting and his like lyrical approach is so like they're like lullabies like mm-hmm. every song is like a lullaby and uh it's like just beautifully articulated and uh written in these like like droning uh like motifs and, mm-hmm. and it's just like drilled into your head and um yeah so i really really like their stuff um that's just a few absolutely yeah. lovely stuff yeah
0: and th- thank you for playing along as well because I, I, I wrote that question in in the hope that you might play along and i don't i wasn't sure how it's gonna go but i was like i'm gonna slim it and see how we go. it fair play fair play a lot of yeah. breaks as well so i we appreciate that over here
1: totally.
0: um, i've got i've got a couple more final questions for you before i let you on your way because i know it's late for you over there but um the first of which is if you bind this question the better it is right so when Spotify or insert a big company buy this podcast, right. For lots of many pounds and many dollars, right. I'm going to create with that money, my own festival, right. And returns to us are invited along with every other band who's been on the podcast. Now, what I would like to know is what you'd like to add to the rider of the festival. Now you can have something for yourself, or you can have something for the festival in general. There's two things. First of all, there is no financial limitations because we've mm. got to make money but also we're having it in the biggest fucking field imaginable. So you could have literally whatever you want, right? Mm. I'll give you the two examples that are the best examples I think I can do. The first of which is I had Andy from therapy on and he said, I basically just want clean socks, clean underwear, just like lots of clean things, just really simple, some fruit, water, all that stuff. The really basic. (laughs) I'm like, yep, fine. I can do that all the way to the other end of the spectrum where we've had people say like, so Matt from August Burns Red said, I want a full, like RC monster truck set up at the festival. Like, had say, like <laughs> I had, um, I had a guy on. Uh, was a was a Norwegian man, and he said to me he wants a specific, uh, like, can of Norwegian energy drink. Like we've had people say like oh, a specific wine. Like it can be really niche, or it can be massive, or it can be really simple. What would you like to add?
1: Wow, that is a tall question. <laughs> 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 what would I like to add? You know what? I feel like we're, we're huge gamers. We're huge gamers oh, nice. in this household. Okay. Yep. I nice. feel like we need a massive television screen mm-hmm. of Super Smash Bros. Okay,
0: nice. Okay, so and- what we're going to do is we're going to take that and we're going to elevate it because this is the point. We're going to elevate that up, right? So. You know, okay. when you get to the stage, right, and there's the massive fucking screen to the other side. Yeah. We're going to do that, but we're going to combine them together. So it's basically one stage, but it's just a massive screen, right? So yeah. you get like all the screens put together, and they're going to have everyone just sat on the field with controllers, and everyone's just playing Smash Bros. I think that's the way we have to do it. At
1: yeah. the same time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like a big, yeah. massive, like festival screen, but like it, that is the stage, and just everyone playing Smash Bros.
1: Yeah, I want like 100 people inside one. Super Smash Bros. game,
0: yeah. Or yeah. we could just bring Super Smash Bros. to the actual festival and just do it in real life. Just you know what would be banana, banana peels at each other.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and you know what would be non- crazy? I would.
0: <laughs> so I say non-deadly TNT. Like we'll throw, we'll throw TNT, but no one gets hurt. It's all fine. You just like, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, like your car, like wheels explode, but nothing actually happens. It's all good. Don't <laughs>
1: you just wish you could do that? Like, don't you? That's don't so you wish good. just like you know man like let's just like blow up that building but like not you know I just yeah. want the satisfaction you know yeah <laughs> yeah so it, it kind of reminds me
0: quickly of, have you seen the on TikTok the um people who push things downstairs like they're like glasses bottles of beer oh geez goes, yes oh, it's just I don't know why it does something to me it's really satisfying I'll be in bed at like 11 o'clock and I'm just going mother have to go to bed and i'm like just want more video just want more. i can't help it; yeah. it's really satisfying so i totally get that
1: <laughs> i make a conscious effort every time i see one of those videos like i know i will i, I know i'm gonna love it yeah, and yes. i have to make a conscious effort to be like no, just go past it just just go past it like you're okay <laughs> don't yeah. don't don't feed don't feed yeah. it the demon yeah
0: yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> um i've got i've got a couple of final questions i'll say uh the first of which is what is ahead in the rest of twenty twenty three what's ahead that you could talk about
1: um well we are definitely ha- we definitely have no shortage of uh material mm-hmm. uh we are writing like mad amazing so um yeah, I would say another EP is definitely around the bend. Um we have acoustic versions of the current EP. Amazing. Um, that uh we actually just got uh the mixes back mm-hmm. uh and like today and it sounds incredible. Uh <laughs> I'm really excited to to share that. That's going to be really really cool. It's kind of our our little unplugged moment. Um right so uh that's really exciting and um yeah i would just say we yeah we have no shortage of songs and um we just kind of plan to you know continue growing as a band and learning how to kind of uh express in different ways and you know um we're trying it seems like every day we we seems like every day we don't know what we're doing on social media. Like, you know, we're like trying to re and, and come up with new, new things. So um, uh, yeah. So just expect that and, and to just, yeah, expect, you know, hopefully some new fresh ideas.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I've got one final question, which is a question I've asked every guest like your good self who's been on the podcast the last three years. And that is simply, what is the best thing about being in a band slash playing music for you?
1: It is, it's very largely a uh, a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, you know, at the core of it all, it's, you know, it's really just um, in a lot of ways, kind of therapy (laughs) you know um it you know helps all of us kind of achieve this uh form of you know like expression and um kind of self uh what would you say um like fulfillment but also yeah i guess just like yeah self-fulfillment in the form of um, kind of it's like just I don't know expressive therapeutic process and um, and we're like a family you know um, I've known Maddie for uh, like over a decade now and um, you know we intend to kind of as people kind of come along into the team to kind of like adopt them into the family and, and like uh, and just kind of grow the family and I think that that's like largely the fan base and uh yeah and just the 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 connection you know with with each other and with other people so yeah
0: lovely stuff that is absolutely beautiful um thank you so much for your time my friend as I know it's late for you um is there anything you would like to say to the people listening and watching at home and then
1: we'll bow out here just keep being you keep being yourself find the stuff that you love doing and keep doing that and um and uh yeah (laughs) awesome Um, stuff Awesome stuff. There we go. Uh,
0: That was Graham of the band Return to Dust on the Nevermind Poly podcast. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We will see you next time. Peace out, and uh, we'll see you very soon. Thanks for having me. See you later. Bye. Bye.